0: God, our light and our salvation. Let us prepare for Christ's coming by turning from our sin and seeking God's tender mercy and compassion. Almighty God, we confess that we have sinned against you and against our sisters and brothers. Our words and deeds have not proclaimed your reign of justice and truth. We have failed to watch and pray for the signs of your advent among us. Forgive our sin and come quickly to save us. the advent of Christ, the dawn from on high breaks upon us with light and healing. Through Jesus Christ, God looks with favor on you and forgives you all your sin. Amen. We praise you, O God, for this evergreen crown that marks our days of preparation for Christ's advent. As we light the first candle on this wreath, rouse us from sleep, that we may be ready to greet our Lord when he comes with all the saints and angels. Enlighten us with your grace, and prepare our hearts to welcome him with joy. Grant this through Christ our Lord, whose coming is certain and whose day draws near. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. With you. Let us pray. Stir up your power, Lord Christ, and come. By your merciful protection, Alert us to the threatening dangers of our sins, and redeem us for your life of justice. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.
1: Word of God, word of life.
2: A reading from 1 Thessalonians. How can we thank God enough for you in return for all the joy that we feel before our God because of you? Night and day, we pray most earnestly that we may see you face to face and restore whatever is lacking in your faith. Now, may that very God, our Father, and our Lord Jesus direct our way to you. And may the Lord make you increase and abound in love for one another and for all, just as we abound in love for you. And may the Lord so strengthen your hearts in holiness, that you may be blameless before our God and Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus with all his saints. Word of God, word of life.
3: The Holy Gospel, according to Luke, glory Amen. to you, Lord. Jesus said, "There will be signs in the sun, the moon and the stars, and on the earth distress among nations, confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads, because your redemption is drawing nigh. Then Jesus told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and know that summer Is already near. So also, when you see these things taking place, you know that the dominion of God is near. Truly, I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life. And that day does not catch you unexpectedly like a trap, for it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times, praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. (laughs) will become of us? How will our future unfold? And what about your future? Are you on tiptoes? You just can't wait? Or are you freaking out and filled with fear? Maybe it's proportional to how much we read the news these days. What will become of us? We may wonder or worry about love and work and money. Will we be alone? Will we have enough to live on and then enough for retirement? Will we have the inner resources to face life's trials? Will we face addiction or depression? And what about those we love? How will life work out for them? What will become of us? Scientists are beginning to realize that what sets us apart from other animals is that we contemplate the future. This foresight created civilization and propels society forward. Our future-mindedness is usually energizing, maybe exciting, But it is also the source of depression and anxiety, whether pondering our own lives, our own futures, or that of our country and the world. Now, while other animals have springtime rituals to educate their young, we subject our own to commencement speeches that declare, today is the first day of the rest of your lives. Researchers used to think that our hang-ups were about unresolved issues from our past. But now these researchers are realizing that looking into the future, consciously or unconsciously, is a key function of our oversized brain. What will become of us? Our spiritual ancestors had this on their mind. So many scripture passages begin with, the days are surely coming, or in those days when life is hard, you want to believe that good times are on the way, that things are going to get better. So the prophet Jeremiah anticipates a future when God's promises will be fulfilled A righteous branch will spring up and the Lord will establish justice in the land. Jesus' words about the end of the world can awaken fear about the future or or they can be a picture of a world always on the brink of war or disaster. Signs in the sun and the moon, distress about what is coming on the world and words that, to me, sound eerie in this time of climate change. The roaring of the sea and the waves. There's always disaster in the news. A mass shooting, a hurricane, a forest fire. It's surprising there's not a cable disaster channel. Students around the country now are beginning to realize that shootings could happen anywhere even in their school. After the Tree of Life synagogue shooting, someone asked me if we have a disaster plan for Holy Trinity. What will become of us? One of my favorite Advent hymns includes the phrase, shine your future. Shine your future on this place. But is there hope for the future? Our faith says yes. And we so want that faith to rub off on us. But some grandparents this past week told me they worry about the future of the planet for their young grandchildren. There was news this week that life expectancy is decreasing in this country due to death by opioids and suicides. And though we're living through the second longest economic recovery In our country's history, according to a recent well-being index, the majority of us are not happy. Instead, our country is in a social crisis. More and more people lack a sense of purpose, connection to community. What will become of us Sometimes it's easier to just change the subject, to eat a carton of ice cream, to binge watch a Netflix show. Last summer, I read a great novel called The Immortalist. In 1969, four children are living on the Lower East Side of Manhattan. And they go to a psychic who tells them, One by one, as they enter her room, the day they will die. What will become of us is the question they live with and the plot of the novel. The oldest sibling is the one who lives the longest. She's the one with plenty of issues. Not that we don't have our own, right? Late in the story, she wishes that she had paid more attention to the small things in life. She comes to realize that her deepest desire is not to live forever, but to stop worrying. The novel causes us to wonder, is living a longer life necessarily a better one what will become of us this mantra this phrase you're hearing in my sermon I got the inspiration from a New York Times magazine issue a couple weeks ago what will become of us with the subtitle how technology is changing what it means to be human each article peered into the future in a slightly different way one about artificial intelligence. One about how proteins in our body are now being used to predict future diseases. And then, this recent scientific discovery that our brains are incredibly active when we're doing nothing. And I don't mean when we're sleeping. I mean, when we're doing nothing. The point is, if we never unplug, Our minds never have the possibility to wander. The author says, the studies say, the researchers say, we need this time travel in our brains to imagine the future in creative ways. The brain needs this deep learning to integrate our past experiences, our emotional contours while imagining future Prospects. You could say that Advent is a dose of this learning how to wait. As we worry, don't we worry about what will become of us? There is compassion in Jesus' voice as he adds, Be on guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life. Be alert. Be watchful. Pay attention to what is most important. And since you're not going to live forever, make a each day count beginning today. Advent is that unique spiritual season in which we connect with God's dream for the future, for our future, through the words of the prophets, through the liturgy, and especially at the Eucharist, we taste already God's promises for what is yet to be. Here amid our Advent waiting, here, now, amid our Advent waiting, God's future breaks in, calms our hearts, centers us in grace, assures us that we are okay, that we are enough, that we will have what we need to face whatever tomorrow brings. In the midst of our future phobias, open your eyes. There are signs in the sun and the moon and the stars The days are getting shorter. There are winter landscapes. There are bare branches. Nature is calling us to go inward and to gently hold our common mortality, our common vulnerability. What will become of us? Heaven and earth will pass away. Yet there will always be holy surprises. Raise your heads, we hear. Your redemption is drawing nigh. God will be faithful, and the future is now. Christ is coming, Christ is here.
1: As we joyfully await the coming of Christ, we pray and hope for the church, the world, and all of creation. Equip your church, merciful God, ease our worries and remove our shame, grow our faithfulness, and let your steadfast love blossom among us. Let us pray, come Lord Jesus. Sustain your creation, holy God. Send farmers, forest rangers, and gardeners to care for fig trees and wheat fields, gardens and arboretums. Increase our love for the land. Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus. Grow peace within us, abundant God. Raise up leaders in every community grounded in your justice and mercy. Increase their love for all people. Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus. Soothe those who are in need, compassionate God. Move us to nurture those who are bereaved, lonely, or sick, especially those we name now, either aloud or in our hearts. Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus. Feed the hungry, living God. Gather our harvest into a feast for our neighbors. Multiply the good fruit of the South Loop community table, the Lakeview pantry, the night ministry, and the crib shelter. Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus. We give thanks for Blessed Mary, Francis Xavier, John of Damascus, Nicholas of Myra, Ambrose of Milan, and for the lives of all those who have gone before us in the faith, keep us in communion with the saints who now see you face to face. Let us pray. Come, Lord Jesus.
0: Sustain us in your promises, faithful God, as we watch and wait for your coming among us in Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The peace of Christ be with you always.
3: If you want to get a funny look on the L or on the street today, say Happy New Year. (laughs) But it is Happy New Year, the beginning of a church year, Advent, a favorite season of many people that I know. So Happy New Year to you. And we are so glad that you are here. Whether you are a guest today, you come often, whether you love church or wonder what you believe, Whatever the color of your skin, who you love or marry, your gender identity, however you're feeling about the future, and whatever worries you carry together, we are stronger as we imagine God's hope and God's dream for our future together. If you are a newcomer, there are yellow slips in the pew rack, and you may fill them out and place them in the offering basket on your way to communion. We hope you can join us following worship In this part of the church for social time and then spread out and enjoy conversation in whatever space that you can find. It's not red, but blue during Advent, a reminder that Lutherans have been using blue uh, for Advent since the 70s, since I was a kid. And blue, a sign of hope and a reminder of water and sky and so many wonderful images Please turn with me to page 11. I'd like to highlight four special events coming up in the next week. Um, Please note a week from tomorrow, an opportunity to walk the labyrinth as a journey in Advent, upstairs in our Pass Event Hall. This coming Wednesday, a favorite uh, liturgy, about a 35-minute service, a favorite of many, Holden Evening Prayer. Please note the information about the Giving Tree. We partner with uh, our South Loop site their Sunday evening meal, which feeds uh, members of the community, many who are homeless, and a way that you can provide gift cards. You can read about that, you can take the gift cards and then sign that you're doing that, or you can give online. So this is a way for us as a community to practice generosity. And finally, on page 13, one of the highlights of our year, some of the greatest music you will hear at Holy Trinity by our two choirs and orchestra, Uh, Songs of the Season next Sunday at 4 o'clock, followed by a lasagna dinner. A special Advent email was in your box at 7 a.m. Some of you who look often may see that. If not, you'll note that there is an Advent devotional that you can either download or you can sign up for daily devotions in your inbox. And we also have a few uh, hard copies at the back of the church as well. we now stand to sing our offertory hymn number 245, Creator of the Stars of Night. Uh
0: And mysterious God. In the beginning, the darkness waited, and you created light. Sarah and Abraham waited for the future, and you sent descendants greater than the stars. The Hebrew slaves waited for rescue, and you sent Miriam and Moses to enact your liberation. Israel waited in exile for renewal, and you empowered prophets and poets with your life-giving speech. As the whole world groaned in waiting for release and rebirth, you sent Jesus, born of strong Mary, fathered by humble Joseph, incarnate in our humility, in solidarity with the suffering and the poor, full of wisdom and grace for all. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord Jesus took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, poured out for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for the remembrance of me. Hoping beyond hope, we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Remembering all your promises fulfilled in Jesus' body given for the beloved universe, in the great hope of the resurrection, and in all that is to come by your mercy, with eager expectation we cry out, Come, Lord Jesus.
4: Come,
0: Lord Jesus, send your spirit into this broken world, into our hopeful, imperfect gathering, and on this sacred bread and wine, so that we may be healed and whole again and be filled with the courage to love. Come, Holy Spirit. Come,
4: Holy Spirit,
0: all praise and thanks to you, holy God, through Christ Jesus by your spirit here and now, and until the end of time. Amen. Yearning <coughs> for the coming of Christ, let us pray as Jesus taught us.
4: Our
0: one whose advent we await, who now draws near.
4: Let us pray. God,
3: for whom we wait, you have fed us with the bread of eternal life. Keep us ever watchful, that we may be ready to stand before the Son of Man when he comes. Through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord.
0: Amen. Amen. Christ, the Son of Righteousness, shine upon you and scatter the darkness before your path. And may God bless you now and forever in the name of the Holy Trinity, one God.
3: Firm in your faith, be courageous and strong. Let all that you do be done in love. Go in peace, Christ is coming soon.